the diet right podcast with brooke and Alyssa miller both dietitians not related just in case no one knows that our husbands may distantly be related and no probably not probably not (laughs) they do not look alike at all no there's so many things so yeah probably not different miller clans they have similar personalities that's very true yeah so we're both dietitians and they're both in like the computer tech industry world which is really funny yeah it's over my head <laughs> me too i don't understand what and they people do. ask me things like all the time like how do i pair this how do i do this and i was like i don't know do you not understand i know less than yeah. the normal human because i'm married to him that's true I, I probably know it? less too <laughs> yeah. if i can't google it within two minutes or like 30 seconds then i'm Jesse. not i don't know yeah i make josh do it all I mean, yeah. literally, the only thing I like, if my TV won't connect to the right device, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just watching this. Like, yep. I if I can't it. turn it off and turn it back on and it doesn't work, <laughs> then that's it. Because he gets so pissed when people are like, did you try turning it off? Oh, yeah. Jesse and turning will it snap, back on? <laughs> Jesse will snap me hilarious conversations from his work of being like, Hey, Mary, turn it on again. Like, just turn it off. Hey, Mary, plug in your printer. Hey, Mary. Stop emailing me. Dear God, Mary, stop it. It's so funny. I love his snaps. I think they're hilarious. Yeah. I wish Josh got more stuff like that, but he's not like... Yeah, they do different things. Yeah. But it's kind of funny. I feel like the dietitian um, tech, like IT, or like my husband's a web development software engineer man yeah, I don't even I know his term yeah I, I feel like though that's like a good pairing I feel like a lot of like dietitians are married to like men like that which is really funny mm-hmm. so my husband's I think I've told you this before my husband's like best friend since childhood he turned into he and turned into he turned into a transformer <laughs> he turned in stop it what do I want to say when he grew up yeah when he grew up I, whatever. He became. His, he became. <laughs> he became. I told you, my pregnancy brain is bad. Yeah. He became the same thing as what Josh is, software yeah. engineer man, and he married a dietitian, which I just think is so freaking funny that they're like best friends and ended up with yeah. like very similar wives as far as like, dietitians are typically... <laughs> A, uh, type A. Type A, like to-do listers. Like to talk. Love to talk. Like have, I don't know, like this thirst for knowledge. Like you can kind of tell when you meet someone who's a dietitian. Yeah. Organized. Organized for sure. Yeah. Positive, happy, but like, I don't know, motivated. We're not um, psychopaths. Not all, all of us. Some <laughs> of us. Um, it was actually funny on the beach in California. We I was chatting with this mom. We were at this park with the kids. And this mom was there, and we were just, like, chatting and talking, and I, we were getting along so well. And she turned out to be a freaking dietitian. And I was like, really? I can kind of tell. Like, yes. Your personality. Or when we got hired at Quorum, awesome. Andy and I were the only dietitians in, like, the whole training group. Oh, yeah. I don't think you got hired when we still had training Yeah, classes. no, I did. Oh, I did? was the last one. Oh, okay. So I was the, the only dietitian, though. Okay, so every time that we'd go into, like, someone new training us, they'd be like, you guys are the dietitians, right? Like, there's just, like, a thing. Yeah. It's a different environment. Like personality trait you give off or whatever yeah it's like type a motivating or an organ like we're super organized yeah typically and you typically have your pack like your lunch packed yeah 
obviously. Everyone else goes out to lunch and we're like, let me pull out my cooler and take everything out of my food <laughs> safety situation. Yeah. God. So yeah, so we're funny. freaks of nature. But um okay. Yeah, what today, are we talking about? We're talking about oils. <laughs> Five minutes later oils, we're gonna talk about oil yeah. like oils and fats that you cook with. Yeah, we actually got one of this requests from our listeners. So Yeah. Thank you. Because we're so popular. I'm pretty sure it's my sister in law. Woo woo. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, but Sarah. I think I've seen it a few times actually requested. Yeah. Talking about like healthy cooking oils mm-hmm. choices. Because there's a lot of information out there. And oh my gosh, when you walk through the grocery oil, like grocery aisle of oils, they are full, like mm-hmm. to the brink of different kind of oils, palm oil, sesame oil, like sunflower oil, vegetable oil. Did I already say that? Canola oil, yeah. coconut olive oil, oil, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, virgin uh-huh. olive oil. Oh yes, there's oh so gosh. many, there's so many avocado oil. Yeah, I Pam. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the hell Pam is. I learned more about olive oil um, when I was in Italy because I didn't know I the bet. difference between like extra virgin and virgin and it's yeah. how many times it's like pressed. Right. The olives pressed. So like extra virgin, I believe is when it's like pressed once and then, um, and then it's virgin if it's been pressed again and then regular olive oil has been pressed multiple times. Ah. So it like has a different flavor based on... And, I mean, I was learning this from somebody who spoke, like, broken English, so, yeah. like, I don't know if I got all of that correct, uh-huh. um, but we did learn about that on our wine tour, and the lady we stayed with in Tuscany, she grew all, like, she had olive trees, and That's she awesome. made her own olive oil, but her English was, That's like, cool. I did not understand. You are like, olives, It was very difficult, but she was the coolest lady, and she was trying to explain to us, so. That's so cool. Olive oil, yes, and so olive oil since we're already talking about it, it's great for salad dressings or things that are cold. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not typically used to cook things at a high smoke point. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I would say it is. I would say a lot of people probably do use it to cook like bake and roast and stir fry or whatever, but it should be used in cooler temperatures. Like Mm -hmm. medium heat is like the highest I would go and even then it's kind of iffy. So but it's great for salad dressings. Right. That's how I use it most often. Yeah. How do you? Mostly salad dressings or like I'll put it in our um, pasta sauce like at the yeah. end. Oh, yeah. To like finish it off or mix our pasta in it after it's done cooking mm-hmm. to keep it from sticking and it like gives it this really good flavor. I love. Uh, yes. I, I have yet to really meet an oil that I don't like the flavor of. Mm-hmm. Like some people complain about like coconut oil or avocado oil. I don't know if I just have a bad palate, which absolutely could be true. No, I, I like <laughs> olive oils too. Okay. Yeah. I just like, I can't taste it as, like some people really complain about the taste of oils and I'm like, I can hardly tell. Like I some know. people, ghee, I love cooking in oh, ghee. Oh, I love ghee. Yeah. People like complain about my eggs sometimes when they're cooked in ghee and I'm like, I really? can't tell. Oh, I can't tell. Like they're, I don't know, whatever. My husband's, his palate is really great. He like can tell if I like did it in one oil or another, I can hardly tell. Yeah, yeah coconut preferences. is the only one that I can really tell when coconut I cook things oil. in coconut. <sighs> Popcorn and coconut oil is like... Oh, it's delicious. So good. Yeah. Okay. So let's back up a little bit. So oils that you're cooking with. Um, so their oils are obviously fats, mm-hmm. but the different type of fats that are out there are going to be your polyunsaturated, monounsaturated, and saturated fats. And then... And trans, trans fats. fat. You yeah. could have. So you should not be having trans fat. Correct. But trans fat are like man-made fats. Margarine. Margarine. 
<laughs> don't eat margarine. Boom. Don't eat. Don't cook with. Don't touch. Don't and buy margarine. We are like non-diet dietitians, and we usually tell you like everything in moderation. Like no, just don't do margarine and yeah. don't do anything with like trans fat. You know what I Partially think is fair? I say every food in moderation. Margarine is not a food. It's like a yeah, that's plastic true. Piece of butter, fake chemical, yellowed food coloring thing. Yeah, don't eat margarine. So all foods fit. Not all fake foods fit. Like Velveeta, I would also say don't eat Velveeta in your life. Oh, I had that in college. <laughs> that was good. Um, or is that the same thing as nacho cheese? No, I think they're a little different. Okay, they look so much similar. It tastes good though. I will. I have a problem I, with see, margarine. Oh, no, doesn't like taste, taste good. I don't like the taste of any of it. Yeah, but I'll have like other food products that you know what I think is funny is like craft foods. They can oh, like. Yeah. Their food products actually say like cheese product or cheese food. Like it's like a. Oh, like their spray cheese. Yes. In a can. Or the individually wrapped American cheese. Mm-hmm. It's like pr- because there's seriously more chemicals in it than there is actual like right. physical cheese. Which That anyway. is hilarious. Okay, off topic. So you have different types of, di- different types of fats in all of these oils. So saturated fats in the past have been super demonized. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. But um, there was like a whole heart study that they thought the saturated fats were causing people to have heart attacks. And then they, that turns out not necessarily to be true. It could, it could be in some circumstances. But sure. overall, they pretty much debunked that saturated fat is like a huge, huge cause of like right. the main Immediate cause. contributor contributor yeah. to like heart attacks and yeah. like death stroke heart disease yeah certain things like that so and there's different within saturated fats and fats there's different chains of fats i mean this can get super scientific super quick so i'll keep it short but there's different um triglyceride chains different lengths so small medium and long um chain triglycerides that affect and metabolize in the body differently so when you're looking at an oil or or a saturated fat, which are solid at room temperature, mm-hmm. um, typically unless you live in like Hawaii, but, <laughs> yeah, um, they affect the bodies all differently based on what type of fats they're primarily made up of. So monounsaturated, so mono meaning one, poly meaning multiple, and then saturated fats. So saturated fats, like I said, are going to be solid at room temperature while poly and mono are not. So that's when you know like the difference between like olive oil and butter. Mm-hmm. Butters has more saturated fats than olive oil. Yeah, so like coconut oil and butter, those are like the main um, saturated fats that that, use, I, that yeah. I use for sure. Lard, people use lard. I don't know who those yeah. people are. I don't know who my grandma lard. or Crisco. Do you remember that shit? Oh my god! Do you remember Crisco? My mom used Crisco in our cookies. Okay. Yeah. So Memories. just stick with <laughs> just stick with uh, the coconut oil and the, the like real real butter. Real butter. And I use grass fed butter. So do I. Like the Kerrygold. Kerrygold. That's yeah. Go look in my fridge. I got like three things of Kerrygold. Costco baby. It tastes good. It tastes like so good. the quality. It just tastes good. Um, you can see it in the color. So I talk yeah. about this with people with eggs. It's like when you go from regular like white highly processed eggs, <laughs> and mm. then to organic eggs and then from organic eggs to pasteurized eggs or free range eggs the color of your yolk will change based on its nutrient density so you might think an egg is an egg is an egg not sure based on the diet of what the chicken ate same thing with the butter so your Mm -hmm. butter if you open up Kerrygold butter compared to like your run-of-the-mill butter like a stick of butter they're very different colored Mm -hmm. and even like the the texture texture, yeah it's it's like creamier creamier and thicker and tastier like kind of nutty almost like it's really good. So I use Kerrygold or I use ghee, which is 
Oh. Siri. <laughs> Are they listening to us? That's so creepy. Okay, Siri just thought we were talking. Our phones no, are stop. listening to us all stop. the time. <laughs> That's oh. so creepy. All right. Creepy. <laughs> okay, Siri, please stop. Oh, wait, she probably Dude, just don't heard say me again. Don't say her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I use ghee and uh, grass-fed butter. And ghee is grass-fed butter that's been clarified, which takes a lot of like the lactose out of it for people that can't handle it. Um, but it's been used for thousands of years in like Indian mm-hmm. cooking. So, and I really like the taste. I like it too. So I use, I guess we'll talk about that. So we'll, we probably use the same oils, I bet. Mm-hmm. And so, so those, those two, so the butter, coconut, coconut oil, oil, ghee, those are really good. Um, those, so the ones that are solid at room temp, those typically have high smoke points. Mm-hmm. So those are good with your, with like frying things. So like if I make French fries, if I like cut up sweet potato fries and make my own fries, I'll put like coconut oil on them. Right. Um, or if I'm frying up green beans or asparagus, I fry them in butter. Right. So those are, or eggs, like I fry my eggs in butter or coconut oil or ghee, just mm-hmm. depending on what I have. Um, and so those you can fry at higher temps. So smoke point, when we say smoke point, what we mean is... There And you can Google it. It's like super easy to find smoke point of different oils and they'll even just do a chart for you. But basically the smoke point of different oils is when that oil starts to become rancid. So at what Mm. point you can cook that oil to and it stays like the way that I always picture it. (laughs) I don't know if this, I mean, this is definitely not scientific, but like is like picture like a straight line. And then if you cook it too high, that line bends. Like it, it, it's too much pressure and that line bends. And then it becomes a different type of um, property, which is called like a free radical. It oxidizes. So whenever you cook it too high past its smoke point, I picture the straight, perfect vat yeah. bending, which means it has oxidized, turned into a free radical. And free radicals can do a lot of damage on your body. They're very hard um, to process and can actually cause cancer down the line. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about smoke point, the reason why that's important to keep in mind when you're cooking is because you want to introduce whole hearty fats that are good for your like metabolism and good for your cell structure and not these free radicals that can actually cause more harm. Mm-hmm. So if you're cooking something like olive oil that has a relatively low smoke point, I think it's like 280 if you're mm-hmm. cook frying in coconut oil, you're actually just introducing a whole bunch of free radicals to your body instead of pulling in those poly and monounsaturated fats that are good for your heart health. So it's like right. you're doing more damage. It's kind of hard. It's like... Well, and then the oil is not like the good quality that it should yes. be. So like right. eating olive oil at room temp, yeah, you're getting all the good qualities from the olive oil. Yeah. Rather than... So the biggest thing is the smoke point... Um, as far as like when you're using an oil at home, and this is again, I talked about this in another episode, but once you buy that oil and bring it home, you can only control what you're doing at home with it. But you need to remember those oils have been through a process already. Mm-hmm. So there's two, in my head, there's two major issues with oils. One is how you cook with it at home, mm-hmm. focusing on smoke point. The second is how that oil is processed. So for me, so my main oils that I use, coconut oil, butter, ghee, Avocado oil and olive oil. I think same here. Those are all. Yep. I use olive oil, coconut, butter, avocado oil, and ghee. Yep. Yeah. You are the same. So, yep. Other, I do have to say, I use canola oil. Don't shoot. I don't need canola oil. I use canola oil to cook my pancakes in. However, this last week, and it's just something I think my mom did, and like, I know, like, it's something that's just in me. 
Yeah, so I only have it on hand for when I cook pancakes. Actually, you know what? I will lie. We have Pam spray that we occasionally have yeah. used every once in a while. It does have canola oil. Yeah, so Pam is technically so, canola, canola yeah. oil. Um, we have, so yes, I have used it. We have that Misto. Have you seen that? It's like mm. your own bottle that you can turn olive oil into a spray. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does not work as well as Pam. Yeah. Nothing works as well as Pam, which makes me a little scared for what the heck Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I'll do coconut oil spray, too. I've seen that yeah. before. Anyways, um, I divulge into a new topic. I forget what I was saying. I have something to ask you about canola oh, oil. Oh, canola oil. Okay, so I've now changed it because yeah. I went to California and we cooked in coconut oil. And my pancakes tasted just as fine. So oh, now yeah. I think I'm going to make the change officially. <laughs> yeah, but then canola oil, it can be organic. It can be cold pressed. Um, so there's, like, different ways to, like, press it, too. So yeah. it is... Co- confusing because you don't necessarily know or you don't necessarily research when you're in the grocery store how that oil is processed. Right. So you don't necessarily know what what the brand does unless you're researching it at home ahead of time. Yeah. So oils are kind of funny um, as far as marketing goes and labeling goes because they don't have to tell you every processing that it's gone through. Mm -hmm. Um, But companies that want to promote a certain type of processing will put it on their label. So I stick to those. So there's different processes. The, the worst one that's out there is they add um, solvents to the, whatever the product is that they're extracting the oil from. So like canola oil is actually rapeseed. So they actually Mm -hmm. take the seeds, (laughs) a plant called rapeseed. (laughs) Really great name. Yeah. Um, or grape seed or avocado pits or anything like that, they're adding a solvent, which a lot of time is um, hexane. Oh, okay. Do you know all this? No. I researched it and I was like, this is killing me. Although, no, food science, this. Uh, this this is coming back, coming from, back. from food science. <laughs> like organic chemistry. That was like, like 2010. <laughs> yeah, so they actually add these different solvents and deodorizers, neutralizers, different things to specific usually seeds is where it's Mm -hmm. coming from to extract the oils so these solvents actually pull the oil out of the seed which is super effective it gets the most out of that seed or that fruit or plant Mm -hmm. or whatever and turns it into oil however the extraction of the hexane or whatever solvent they use back out of the oil is super controversial of if it can even pull that out a hundred percent so then you're running this risk of having, like if you buy super cheap canola oil, mm-hmm. of actually being ingesting hexanes, which are not good for you at all. Yeah. So, and you're introducing these things to our body that could potentially be cancerous or damaging, definitely free radicals. So you're looking at, that is the processing that you're going to find in 90% of your cheap, 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 cheap oils, whether it be canola oil or even cheap olive oil does this. Like, mm-hmm. So then there's pressed expeller press yep I have oil yeah yeah and that's where they've like what Brooke was talking about before with the oils they press them they physically smush them and extract the oils that way what you want to look for is cold pressed yep so expeller pressed sometimes they still use heat and like we talked about before they don't necessarily depending on what brand or, or manufacturer that they're using they don't necessarily measure the heat versus the smoke point of that oil. Right. So they might just use like a standard 350 or I have no idea by the way, but they might just use a standard regardless of what seed or plant is being extracted that could be causing free radicals. So even before you get it in the store, it could already be basically a jar of free radicals. Mm -hmm. So you want to look for cold pressed 
you want to look for fruits and vegetables or yeah fruits vegetables seeds that are low processing in in the plant so like canola oil there's a lot of processing that goes into the rapeseed and some oils are mixtures of oils even though they'll just say canola oil it's actually a mixture mm-hmm. yeah that's a big <sighs> thing so it's a lot hard. of times even olive oil olive it'll oil. say it'll say olive oil on the front and you just assume it's olive oil and then you read the ingredients and you're like oh there's four different oils in here and I'm pretty sure that under like the labeling laws with oil specifically, it only has to be 75% of that oil mm. and they can list it as the sole ingredient, which I do not understand and do not yeah. agree with. But there's this whole like olive oil fraud situation yeah. coming from like Greece and Italy that like they'll ship Americans crap because they know that we can't tell the difference. And I mean, it's hard. Like I said, I can't always tell which oil mm-hmm. something was cooked in. But you want to be mindful of that. And like I said in a different episode, research those brands that you're going to be buying. Yeah. Usually they have a website. They would love to tell, you know, if someone's doing a good job and like doing the best that they can producing a product, they want you to know that, you know, so look up their social media, look up their website, read about them from other people that have worked there. You know, I know it's a lot of research, but if you can't figure it out from just staring at it on the shelf do a little bit deeper research. And, mm-hmm. and that's where food quality is really a big deal. Paying the difference between basically free radicals, oxidized olive oil, and something that you actually paid right. money for that's extra virgin and deliciousness. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, the taste, yeah, for certain things you will taste a difference too. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention quickly, like certain oils, and I don't know all of them, but will, can... Um, oxidize in sunlight so like clear olive oil bottles that's why you see olive oil in like a dark green bottle Mm -hmm. usually or a tin can um or i don't know what the can's made out of but whatever um because the sun sunlight yeah yeah can affect it as well so you want to be mindful that when you're picking an olive oil the one in the clear bottle might be only six bucks but you kind of get what you pay for within reason not always and you know typically you want to store oils in a Dry, cool, dark place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not on your windowsill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because that's introducing more heat. So, um, the other thing, topical. Do you uh-huh. ever use oils topically? Like on your body? Um, coconut oil, I do. Yeah. yeah me we, too. I use it on my elbows because they get really dry. Mm-hmm. I used it mostly on my son. Like, okay. I used it for cradle cap for him. Okay. And on his bottom, when he would like poop, it would keep it. Uh-huh off of his butt so like he okay. wouldn't get diaper rashes easily i would just do oh, like okay. a tiny little bit i'll try that on his butt because yeah. his diapers are sticking to his butt yeah the coconut oil helps a ton okay but i used so i used organic um on unrefined unrefined thank you mm-hmm. you've helped me with so many words yes and another thing Alyssa told me a while ago was you can use coconut oil on your nipples that's right for can. all you breastfeeding moms so i started doing that yeah so if my nipples ever get sore from breastfeeding or pumping. Yeah. I just put a little coconut oil on them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you been doing vitamin D? Yeah, um, when I remember. <laughs> Most nip- days. Yeah, I know. Well, so if you do it with the um, coconut oil, it absorbs really well. So. Oh. I put it right on the nip. Oh. Maybe the nipple yeah. shield, though. I don't know how that works. but. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, coconut oil is like a... I will say, I've had a lot of people tell me like just in passing that they've used it as like beauty treatments on their face mm-hmm. and I would not recommend that because it's like I mean just think it's of it thick yeah it's thick it can for sure clog your, your pores yeah <laughs> your skin can't breathe yeah I think there are better oils 
for your face. <laughs> yeah. Make you, like, but dry skin, out. I think, is really good for. Yeah. yeah. Some people can use it just fine, and it's, like, not a big deal. Depends on your skin type. But I have heard a lot of people, like, I broke out massively after using coconut oil. Because a while, coconut oil was this cure-all. Like, right. you can use it for anything. Oh, and <laughs> did you ever hear about this, where you swish coconut oil in your mouth for, like... Yes. Oil pulling. O- oil pulling for, like, yes. a while. Okay, I tried it, like, once, and I was like, this is, like, kind of gross and uh-huh. way too hard, and it's supposed to, like, help with your teeth and bad yeah. breath. Does that work? I don't... So, I tried it for, like, I actually wrote a blog on it a long time ago, and my old blog was open, and I did it for, like, 30 days. I did it for a while. Yeah. It was, A, super hard. So hard. I want to say it's, like, what, five to ten minutes you do it for? It's no, a long it was time. longer, I, I thought. Like 30 minutes, maybe? It I remember it was too long. Time. Yeah, definitely too long yeah. and, like, too much effort in my life. Especially once I had a baby. I was like, ah, ain't yeah. nobody got time for that. No. Okay? Um, I read a lot of the research, so I get cavities really bad. And so, oh, okay. and it's just, like, genetic. I brush my teeth twice a day. We've yeah. talked about this. I floss. Yeah, yeah you floss more than I do. <laughs> and I just get cavities. So I tried it, and it was just, like, not nothing better, for sure. I still felt like I had to brush my teeth, like, because mm-hmm. they got, like, a film over them. I mean... And the biggest thing that I have with people coming up with toxin removal or like, cause that was the biggest thing I read about oil pulling was like, it removes toxins from your mm-hmm. mouth. I, I can't imagine that the human body isn't enough that we have to do things like this is like people will do like colon cleanses and yeah. they'll do like, Oh, it pulls all the toxins out. Hey, you have a liver. liver. For a yeah. Reason. Like our liver that's, well, maybe people have part of their liver removed. <laughs> That's true. But, <laughs> but like your some cirrhosis line is like a direct line to your yeah. blood circulatory system. So we can't imagine like that's why people put chew on their lit on their gums is because it goes directly the nicotine goes right. directly into their bloodline. So I can't imagine that when you're eating and you have like toxins or bacteria or whatever, it's already getting in your bloodstream and your your liver will filter that out mm-hmm. for you. So like I have a hard time me too. P- like With believing some of those stuff. things. Yeah. yeah. So I did it for a month just so I could say I could do it. I didn't get a cavity, but I only did it for a month. <laughs> so yeah. I could imagine like, I like the physical act of brushing. I like the way it makes my teeth feel afterwards. <laughs> so it probably won't good. hurt to try it if people no, really want yeah. to. Like people have chronic bad breath or like chronic stuff with their teeth, they could try it. But... Yeah. I think the biggest thing was like it changes your pH of like your mouth or something so that certain bacteria don't grow as much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I you know I, I would love to like chat with a dentist about it. Yeah, I don't really be know. Good. You need to interview a dentist. I would love to interview a dentist uh-huh. cuz I would love to talk about fluoride is like a big topic right mm-hmm. now that people are like fluoride's the devil and <laughs> there's always something that's the devil. Oil pulling would be mm-hmm. interesting or even just like eating for good oral health. Yeah. Because there's so many foods, like, I mean, obviously dark sugary beverages, not good for your teeth, chewy candy, you know. Anyways, we're getting kind of off topic. Mm-hmm. Oral <laughs> health is important, though. Oral, oral health, very important. I do, that would be cool to have a dentist on here. If you're mm-hmm. a dentist and want to be on our show, call us. Let us know. And you agree with what we say, majority. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it would be kind of fun to talk to someone that doesn't agree. Yeah, that's um, true. If you hate everything that we say, if you and you disagree. disagree with everything, like, let's bring you on In a debate. respectful manner. Let's debate in a respectful way. Um, yeah. So I guess the only thing I really wanted to say that we've kind of already mentioned is the oils I do use, and then some of the oils I stay far, far away from. So we've kind of already touched on uh, canola oil is one of our most processed oils in America. 
it goes through a huge processing and very hard. I don't even know if I could find cold pressed canola oil. <laughs> like, no, it'd be really hard to find. Right. And same with vegetable oils, super processed. Sunflower oil um, and palm oil. Mm-hmm. Palm oil is also, and it's the problem too with certain oils, especially some of the worst ones and the cheapest ones, is it's in our food products. So like a mm-hmm. protein bar or cereals or say, that's what you're going to find is like palm kernel oil mm-hmm. or sunflower oil, safflower oil, all those oils are in our food system and you don't, you have no idea how right. those so are Right, so we're created. still eating them. We just don't, we're yeah. not cooking with them. So just be mindful. I mean, I'm not like, Brooke and I are never going to say don't eat something ever. But, except for except margarine. Except for margarine. But I think like being mindful of that, that if you are choosing between two products, Mm-hmm. If you can check the oils and see what they're using and make sure that it's a good choice, then maybe choose that one. Um, but it probably isn't worth doing it all the time. And then something else to be kind of interesting is just like I've been to the zoo a lot lately and they talk about palm oil that like the, I think it's something to do with the way that they're harvesting the palm oil is actually affecting our animals in the U.S. or in, in the world. And, like, Weird. affecting their habitats and stuff. And so, like, they, they talk about finding a sustainable palm oil. Yeah. And um, there's actually, like, apps that can help you find a sustainable palm oil. I mean, I don't use palm oil. So, like, to me, it was yeah. not a big deal. But I thought it was kind of an interesting side note. Right. About, like, the environmental impact that your oil choices have. And the right. fact that they can just harvest it and do it for super cheap. And Yeah, yeah that is interesting. I still got Ashton here. He should be super sweet. So I think that's it I want to talk about. You got anything else? No, that was it. Um, I did want to say a YouTuber that I really like to follow is Becca Bristow. Okay. I think I've sent her one of your, I think I've sent you one of her videos before. She's a dietitian on YouTube. Um, and I, she has a whole video on healthy cooking oils. Oops. That really helped me and um, some really good research. And she's got like a great blog and stuff, so I wanted to shout her out because she's awesome and we have the same stance on pretty much everything. She's like an intuitive eating, non diet dietitian. So, yeah. Hope you learned something today. Hope you got your questions answered. And if there's a specific oil that we didn't cover that you really want to learn about, just shout at us. But we just wanted to cover the main ones that people use and talk about. So, right. Yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.